one podcast. Remember the pandemic? When, for a brief moment in time, the internet got fun again? It would have been great if not for all the death. And now here are your hosts, who get nostalgic for COVID every day, Allison Goldberg and Lindsay Ford. What's up, boogers and babes? All right. humans um thank you so much for being here this is two girls one podcast i'm Allie, and i am Lindsay. and on this show we talk about interesting odd and totally adorable communities from the internet today's is both odd and adorable because it's sinks (laughs) actual sinks yeah and we're not talking about sadie sink the redheaded actress from Stranger Things. Oh, I'm a big fan. She's amazing. Oh, yeah, oh. she's great. Except for in The Whale, where she was incorrectly directed. <laughs> oh. Hot take, whatever. Right, I forgot she was in that. Never saw that. But did you see? Did you enjoy that movie? Or Don't. God, what a waste of my life. Really? Okay. <laughs> I mean... Sorry. Wow, hot take. Everyone in it is good and does things in other things that are better than watching The Whale. Wow, okay. Okay, yeah. great. Come for me, whale fans. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Stranger Things fan, so that's... That's yes. where my yeah. sink love lies. But today we're talking about people who there's a guy and he started reviewing sinks and it blew up because the internet is for everything and everyone. Truly. Even you, sink enthusiasts. Now, Allie, what do you look for in a sink? I look for, is it there? Um, does it work? <laughs> does the water you know? come out? Yeah. I think if I owned a home, I would care a lot about sinks. But I don't own a home and may never own a home, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> Are there, I mean, have, I feel like we've all been to a sink where we're like, wow, this is kind of nice. Um, I, I know that I certainly have. What I like in a sink is I like firm but not aggressive water pressure. Yeah, mm-hmm. firm mm-hmm. but not aggressive. So you like your sinks how I like my men. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You like firm but not aggressive water pressure from your men? <laughs> <laughs> with it. Oh my God. Speaking of men, we always do, which is so sad, but can I tell you these men out here on these apps are just terrible. (laughs) I, I don't know what to do. I try to meet men in real life and they're all married. Uh, come to love is in blinds. There's a lot of single men hanging out. Allie, you act like I've never been. Come on now. No, I know you've been. And, and, and yet here I am still single. A lot of single men. But you know, I, I, okay. I matched with this guy this weekend. (sighs) Okay. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's the thing about the apps, which is bad. Everything? Yeah, everything. And I don't like texting with people I don't know. Okay? Mm. I, I don't enjoy it. I agree. I agree. Like, text, text, text. I'm like, you're a stranger to me. Mm-hmm. If, if if we meet, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say, look, I, I don't, I'm not that into texting or whatever. And then they think, oh, she's not into texting. Or women don't like texting. And they take this throughout their lives. And then you start seeing someone, you, you, you hook up, and then... You're like, why don't you text me back? And they're like, oh, I know a lot of girls don't like texting. And my default, and I think a lot of people are like that, not saying everybody is like this, but my default is I don't like to text with strangers 
all of the time because I don't have that kind of time. But once you've been inside of me, text me all the time. <laughs> text, tell me how your toast was. I, it's fine. I think like if we've had a good makeout, text me. <laughs> But like before we've before anything's happened, I don't need you to text yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> certainly though. Once you've been inside of me, if you don't know what the rules are, just default to once you've been inside of me. If you think about me at all, text me. It's fine. You see a poop that looks like uh, Scooby Doo, and you want to show it to me? Go ahead. Right. I love yeah. that. And th- that and those are the rules, everyone. If anyone disagrees, hop into the Discord and explain it to me. How do you make the plans to uh, get inside if you're if you're not texting? Is it like <laughs> are you sending a letter? I'm saying we have to text a little bit, but don't text oh. me all the time. I don't want to know oh. your deep analysis of Oppenheimer. Come on now. <laughs> Right. Well, it's just like, I don't know you yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't care what your thoughts about how sex is important to a marriage are. I don't know your last name. Like, get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. But I feel like if once we've been on like a good day, you should text me at least one time a day. Right. That's what I would Truly. But, but also. Matt. (laughs) Sorry. What do I know? But um, I mean, like you. You've got a rapport going, you're flirting, you're having fun. Like, isn't that a place for fun texts or, or, but Lindsay's no, saying, no. I agree. I agree. No, no, if we've met, yes, if we've met. it's great. Okay. Let's keep texting. Yeah. Okay. But, but still, it's not like once we've met, I'm not, I'm still not on board with like, I don't care about what you had for breakfast. I mean, maybe, maybe I do. I'll never but, care. Yeah. People sending me photos of their food. I'm like, stop. Yeah. But once you've been inside me, if you send me a picture of your food, I will appreciate it differently. If you've never been inside of me and we're not friends, we just are maybe starting to date. If you send me a picture of your food, it's not going to elicit a response. Sorry. Can you slow down? I'm making a line graph where, okay, this axis is interesting. Oh my God, Matt, actually do it and put it in the Discord. Penis inside (laughs) me. Okay. And then the line goes right. Okay. So if I'm on the third date, then I'm here. Okay. God, I'm plotting this out. And also, maybe this is clear, but I'm like kind of easy to get into bed. So (laughs) it probably won't take three full dates, but maybe I need to change that. Wow. Yeah. We learned a lot here. All right. Well, I'm glad we hashed that out. <laughs> when you make out, your tongue is inside of my mouth, so that counts. Oh, oh that counts. Oh. Okay, we're in agreement then. We're in agreement. Okay. <laughs> Woo. I thought it was something else. I just don't understand these men who like text very consistently and then switch. And you're like, well, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not into that. I'm into consistency no matter what the cadence is. Just be consistent. Okay. Well, some people are consistently not in communication and they say it's because some people don't like to be texted and i'm like yeah by strangers (laughs) not by people they have they're having slumber parties with you know (laughs) yeah but this is an there's an interesting text etiquette relationship like clearly not everyone's on the same page about how much is too much mundane versus you know deep versus hence this graph that you're obviously making from this conversation right right but everyone's different is plotted differently on this graph and uh i guess what i'm trying to say is men are from mars and women are from venus if i could summarize it make me throw this microphone at you (laughs) 
listen, Matt, you should just be thrilled. You met your wife in high school. <laughs> hey, we met on AOL Instant Messenger, if if we're being real, which is true. Like our first mm. communication was strictly text. And here we are. Pioneers. Yeah, because teenagers don't have anything to do. I have to That's pay true. my bills. That's factual. I was yeah. on AOL Instant Messenger as well, but actually not that much because I still wasn't that into texting, <laughs> even when it was just, you know, <laughs> internet chat. Yeah. We're talking about sinks today. I know everyone is riveted, but um, <laughs> do stick around because I think it's an interesting story. But on the surface, sinks, which I still don't get it, but we're going to find out. <laughs> going to title this episode Hot Sink Action. That'll bring him in. Yeah. <laughs> hot sinks. They only have two. They have two handles and they're both hot. Hot sinks in your area. <laughs> yeah. Turn them on. Have you ever been to the Madonna Inn? No. What is that? Oh, my gosh. It's like a very campy hotel. It's it's so maximalism bright colors, but they're, the bathrooms are notoriously unique. And the sinks, the toilets and the showers are all very odd throughout the hotel. Mm -hmm. Are they odd in a cool way or are they odd in a like, I need a fucking engineering degree to turn on the hot water? Oh, no, no, no. It's odd in a cool way. And I think like yeah. in one of the bathrooms, the, the urinal is like, a, it's, it's, a, sh a motion censored shower thing where you're like mm -hmm. peeing on rocks and then the water will sh wash it away. <laughs> That's nice. That makes sense. I'm in. If you could use a sink for anything other than what a sink is used for, what would you do? I, I don't know. I use a sink for lots of things. Such as? No, but I mean, if you had like an extra sink and you didn't need to use it as a sink, would you A, turn it into an aquarium? Okay. B, Eat ramen out of it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, this is a trivia segment, and you are not legally not allowed to give multiple choice I'm also choice making answers. it up as I go, and it's not going to be good. I think it's time for real trivia. Yeah. Uh, th this is this is Allie's way of saying she's ready for trivia. Okay. <laughs> I can't come out and say it directly because um, I'm legally obligated to say that I hate it. Yeah. Oh, I almost had to call the cops, but I'm yeah. thankful we're here. Uh, <laughs> this week, we are talking about reviewing bathroom sinks uh, with our guest and today's trivia is about something else you'll find in a public restroom let's all say it together Dicks. herpes herpes no, <laughs> no i'm just kidding what the uh it's it's potties it's potties uh specifically toilet paper did you know wait there's herpes on the toilet i don't want to learn this i'm gonna get scared no no it's fine it's fine everything's very clean in a public restroom don't worry uh the invention of paper was innovated in China in the 2nd century BCE, but the first recorded use of paper for butt wiping occurs in the 6th century CE. Uh, this is the year 589, where we have a record of a Chinese scholar that is referencing that he would never use important documents for, <laughs> quote, toilet purposes, implying that they were using other paper for toilet purposes and writing down things on the good paper. However, toilet paper was likely reserved for rich and powerful people, and it was not produced for mass market consumption until at least the 14th century. So today's trivia question is, what did post-agricultural humans use to wipe their butts before toilet paper was commonly available? I have four choices for you. All of these are real butt wipers verified by archaeologists and scholars. One of them is not real. I made it up. So you're looking for the fake butt wipe innovation. Are you ready? Thank you so much for this. One of them is a shell. It might be in here. Let's let's see what we got. <laughs> if, look, bonus points if it's shell and it's the correct answer. I'll give it to you, but let's find out. A, 
a communal sponge. That Ew. is a sea sponge, a sea sponge from the ocean on a stick that you'd use, then you'd rinse it in vinegar, then you would pass it over to the person pooping next to you in ancient Rome's public toilets. That's choice A, communal sponge. Or is it B, broken pieces of pottery often inscribed with the names of your enemies in ancient Greece? C, clumps of human hair often cut from the deceased before, bur before burial in ancient Mesopotamian cultures. And this was considered a high honor for some of these civilizations. <laughs> or is it D, corn cobs, which were plentiful in North America throughout the 1700s, the grooves of which were great for getting into those hard to reach places. Which of these were not actual butt wiping techniques used by- uh, Oh my God. So only one is not. One Only is fake, the three are three are real. I'm going with A. Okay, Allie chooses the sea sponge. Also, you are fucking filthy, Matthew. Yes, thank you very much. Just it just seems like a corn cob. That's gonna rip your little booty hole apart. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> What's happening down there? Why why? To me that one felt like the most obvious. <laughs> I mean, it seems it seems reasonable, but oh Jesus, Marion Joseph. I'm gonna go with dead people's hair is not real. Okay. Yeah. It's not I mean, real. just use. Yeah, okay. Why wouldn't you just use live people's it's hair? Down here. It's more of them. Sure. Okay. We will find out which of these is a fake butt wiper after this important commercial message. Now is the time where we thank the people who mean everything, including the kitchen sink, to us. Those people are Wesley Cordell, Jerry Duran, Jessica Fox, Kathy Phillips, Matthew Scott, Melissa Elliott, William, Jessica Kybell, Ken M, and Kelsey Murray. All of you are wonderful, and never in a million years would we wash our hands of you. Thank you, and if you would like us to thank you in this weird and unique but truly heartfelt way, please consider donating to our Patreon at the $10 or more level at patreon.com slash 2G1P. And now a real advertisement entitled, Convince My Wife She Is On A Reality Show About Food Safety. From the best website for reality show pre-production planning, Craigslist.org. My wife is terribly dangerous in the kitchen. She cross-contaminates raw meat with other things constantly, takes dirty knives out of the sink to cut fruit for our children, refuses to wash produce from our urban garden or the grocery store before serving it, and refuses to use any kind of covering on food that is placed in the refrigerator. She has no normal sense of what is safe or appropriate. As such, I would like to enlist someone's help to assemble and lead a team to convince my wife that she is on a reality show about dangerous kitchen behavior. Title of show, TBD. You and I will work together to plan and script and you will produce. There will be no reveal. You will not tell her this was fake. And I will not tell her this was fake, ever. We will be, quote, waiting for it to air for a year or so, and then we will conclude that the show didn't get picked up, etc. My hope is that by leaving it all hanging, 
the impact on her behavior will be more severe. I look forward to working with you, and I thank you in advance for helping to protect my family from foodborne illnesses and pesticides. Solid plan, not at all psychotic, and definitely a great use of time. Yeah. Actually, reminds me of the TV show Jury Duty. Have you guys watched that yet? Oh my God, yes. No, what is this? It's fascinating, but also, I don't know, I have, it's like a really morally gray area, but basically they have this real person who's told he's participating in a documentary about jury duty Hmm. and every single other person is like an improvisational hired actor. Okay. Like it is the Truman show. They Truman show him and they truly found the one person. That's what everyone says. Everyone's like, it only works because he was naive and sweet. And I heard that they tried it two other times. I bet they did. And they didn't get permission or the reveal was to. No, but but, or the the people just turn because these people are the improvisers are improvising insanity. They're unwell, like to the maximum. (laughs) Every meeting I've had lately, the executives are like, we want you to brainstorm the next jury duty for us. And I'm like, that's (laughs) not what I do at all. You're like, no, thanks. Wow. But he's so. So non-judgmental is the actual ultimate thing. It's not that Hmm. he's naive or he's just really doesn't judge people. He's like, well, this is who they say they are. I wouldn't do this. Seems a little little unhinged to me, but you know, that's just how they express themselves. And he really isn't judging them. Me, I would be like, I need a different room because it's too close to this person. He's crazy. Mm -hmm. He's crazy. I'm afraid. (laughs) You know? The improvisers are the other jurors or the people in the case, the lawyers? Everyone. 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 I mean, it's wild. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it it is fascinating and they pull it off, but I can't imagine that afterwards he didn't feel, I don't know. I haven't really watched interviews about it, but anyway, this episode of Sync Reviews is brought to you by Jury Duty. Yes, streaming now on Amazon Prime. All right. Ancient bathrooms. Yeah, what were were people doing to wipe their butts before the Chinese invented toilet paper or paper in general? Uh, I gave you four choices and one of them is fake. Which one was it? Allie went with A, communal sponges. C, sponges, of course, because we did not have manufactured sponges in ancient Roman times. And you just wipe your butt and hand it to the next person. You know, you'd, you'd rinse it off, but then you hand it over. Allie said, no, that's fake. It's just so gross that I can't handle it. Although I do think Lindsay's logic before the break was strong. Why wouldn't you use just hair? Why does it right. have to be dead people? But I'm going to stick with A. Okay, Allie sticks with A. No one chose B, broken pieces of pottery uh, engraved with the names of your enemies. I think that's real. I feel like I've heard about that. Cool. C, clumps of human hair cut from deceased bodies before burial. Lindsay chose that, that it, that, that one's fake, using the logic that, like, why wouldn't you just cut off, you know, grow your hair long, trim it, use your butt, yeah. you wipe it. You know, like that's a good use of resources. I, yeah. I, w- I would agree. No one picked corn cobs, although Lindley, Lindsay almost picked corn cobs. I mean, it seems, I, I, I think it seems, like if you've already eaten the corn, I guess it's softer. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, are you prepared for the correct answer? Yeah, I'm scared. The fake answer, the one that is not true, is C, human hair. Hey! Lindsay wins. You did it! Boom, boom, mommy, it. mommy. The high honor, really. It, re- I was like, Matt wrote that. Yeah. It's a high honor for dead people How to have. How hygienic was the vinegar situation? Like, is that... You think hygiene was high? I mean, what was the logic? Because, like, ancient Egyptians used olive oil for birth control. Like, was there something to right. this vinegar situation? I hate to clue you in, but um, humans 
are very stupid animals. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, my theory is that aliens have visited, but we are not intelligent life and they're not going to make contact. I, I mean, in short, like we did not have science until like right. 200 years ago. So like nobody knew anything. But it's interesting the number of things that did work. Like apparently it wasn't, I mean, don't, don't use this as birth control, my friends. But like, apparently there was, it was like used as a spermicide and apparently there was mm. something to it. And it's, sure, it's, sure. it counts as like the first birth control in history. Right. I've never heard that, but that is interesting. Seems like an, an, a lubricant more than a spermicide. Sure. Yeah. Best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people be using coconut oil to this day. I'm like, uh, y'all, why? All right. <laughs> <laughs> so those are all real. Okay. Apparently corn cobs are, were very effective. It was basically like if you lived in North America before indoor plumbing, there was corn everywhere and you could yeah. just pick it up and do it, use it, throw it in the, and throw it in the, you know, in the bin or in the field, whatever. Yeah, it actually makes sense because it gets your hand further away from like your butt right, than sure. a leaf or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, friends, the moment has come. It is time to welcome today's guest. We have the renowned reviewer of Sinks, Dean Peterson. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, we are so happy to have you. As someone who has literally never purchased a sink, I am shocked that this is so you know, popular, but also not shocked. <laughs> I, I've never purchased a sink either, so you're in good company. Okay, why sinks and not the whole bathroom? <laughs> oh. I think I saw an interesting sink, and I mean, I can appreciate an entire bathroom, you know, organically, but something about sinks, I feel like there are so many different kinds of them and there's such a wide variety of really good ones and really bad ones. And for some reason, it just kind of struck a nerve with me, I, I guess. Okay. So obviously during the pandemic, we were all doing weird stuff and nobody had anything else to do, but you started doing this before the pandemic. Is that right? Yeah. It was something that I did on Instagram just with photographs, I would like post a photograph and then do like a little caption with the review. I had actually just hit the 10 year anniversary of the first time I did it. So I'd been doing it for a while. And then when the pandemic hit, I was just out at a bar patio and I used the restroom and I was, I don't know why, but I was like, oh, that would be funny to, <laughs> to do this again. Cause I hadn't done it for a while. Yeah. I just thought a video would be a, a good interesting format because everybody was using TikTok and people were kind of like making new kinds of videos. And yeah, I just thought I'd give it a give it a little shot. What was the <laughs> impetus to do it on Instagram? The first one I did was um, at a bar in Los Angeles. And I, I think I was out with friends and I had had like, you know, a couple of beers. Um, and so I think I was maybe more inclined to think that something like that was funny. <laughs> and it was also just it was a cool sync. Like I had never seen a sink like that before. And so, yeah, just kind of those two impulses clashed and I took a photo of it and then I just thought it was funny to review a sink. And then people thought it was kind of funny and I kind of kept just doing it. And then the ball just kept rolling from there. Okay. Take us back to this first sink. What was so unique about it? It was at a bar called Mohawk Bend. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a very, it's a nice bar. And now I live in LA. I live actually pretty close to it. Visit specifically the sink? Yeah. The bar is, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. The bar is great. Do you, do you name <laughs> the sinks? Do they, do you form like special attachments with them? Like, does that, that sink is really special to you? <laughs> um, no, I don't anthropomorphize them. He just uses them and leaves. I just sort of... <laughs> 
label him by the, the establishment's name. Yeah. Wow. You hit it and quit it. Okay. Uh, sure. And mm-hmm. also what I'm hearing is uh, reviewing sinks. That's your ticket to Hollywood. Okay. He's out there now. He's living the dream. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's what they teach in film school. Yeah, that's what they teach you at film school. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of whole bathroom, the bathroom is also very nice. The lighting is is cool. And it's I th- if I'm remembering correctly, I think it's like kind of a plywood, semi-industrial vibe. And then the sink is just kind of very angular. It kind of looks like almost DIY homemade. Nice. Okay, great. Speaking of film school, you're also a creative in general. So you mentioned that the 10 year anniversary of your first sync review and the pandemic coincided perfectly with your move to TikTok with the sync reviews. So take us through the height of sync talk. Yeah. I mean, it all happened pretty quickly. I mean, the first one I posted sort of randomly, a lot of people started watching it and kind of responding to it. I, like many people was not working at the time. And so I had nothing but free time. So I just kind of started experimenting with it and finding sinks around me and around New York City. It kind of just happened relatively quickly. And I just kind of like was along for the ride. It almost seemed kind of out of my hands. I was just participant in this this TikTok phenomenon, which, you know, wasn't exclusive to mine. There were, I think there were a lot of people that had similar experiences. And I think everybody was just kind of looking for entertainment or outlets or ways of connecting with people or ways of distracting themselves from the pandemic. And I think that this was a good example of that. Wow. Okay. I want to know maybe what makes a good sink and what makes a bad sink? Yeah. I mean, that is the question, (laughs) isn't it? I mean, part of what attracted me to this project and doing this was like, I think it it's kind of like taking anything like art or film or food even and sort of like the ways people think about and criticize and write about like a sculpture, for instance, is like I thought it was just kind of interesting and novel to take form and the, you know, the words people use and the kind of verbiage and apply it to like something that most people probably wouldn't think of as artistic or worth thinking about or writing about. So a lot of it is like, you know, the way I would want to talk about like a sculpture or um, like a great film or something like that. You know, what about a movie like catches your attention or what emotion does it evoke? And like kind of using that same lens to like look at a sink, I suppose. Nice. I love that. There's a woman who used to do that with dick pics, which obviously I thought was amazing. She would like critique the use of lighting. (laughs) Oh, amazing. Yeah. So what was your experience of it blowing up on TikTok? Because I know that had to be so unexpected. Yeah, it it was very unexpected. It was fun. It was just, I couldn't explain it. And I, um, I didn't know kind of like what caused it. I, and I, I just kind of was like game for it happening and just kind of went with it and tried to see where the, <laughs> the journey took me. And yeah, I mean, like it was also nice because the overwhelming majority of the people that were kind of into it were like very good spirited and very like polite and supportive. And it kind of like fostered a a seemingly kind of like wholesome community that was like fun to to engage with versus I think some other, you know, aspects of the internet, which are a lot less um, pleasant. So especially during kind of the height of the pandemic, it was like a nice, fun, like gentle sort of experience of the internet. I love that. I love a fun, gentle internet experience. So (laughs) tell me about some of the people that maybe reached out to you during the pandemic and did you like become friends with anyone because they were uh, a sync 
review fan? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, a lot of people reached out and suggested a lot of sinks. Like they were like, oh, hey, you got to check out uh, the sink at this barbecue place in Fredericksburg, Virginia. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, like next time I'm, I'm in Fredericksburg, I'll definitely gonna <laughs> hit that up. Well, how far would you travel? Were you, are you an avid traveler and were you accessing sinks around the, around the country or, or just locally by, by where you were living? I mean, at the time I was like, I lived in New York city. Plenty of sinks here. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, there's no shortage of, of sinks. I mean, you know, there's sinks everywhere, which is kind of what's interesting about it is Everybody probably has one or two in their house. But yeah, I was I was just doing it in, in New York. And then kind of as the world kind of slowly started to sort of turn again, like I would go upstate for a trip or kind of go on little little trips around the East Coast. But before, when I was just doing it on Instagram, I would kind of sporadically do them wherever I was going. So if I went to a wedding in you know Tennessee, I would maybe do a sync review there, just partly because it was fun, but also as a way to kind of like document like travel or a trip in a different way and maybe because you were drunk <laughs> uh yeah often uh, the times i thought it was like the most interesting or funny was when i was had a, had a, had a couple of glasses of red wine or something interesting is red wine your drink of choice well i actually don't drink anymore but i did enjoy red wine congrats is that why you stopped sync reviews <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's well i never thought of it but there probably is a slight correlation yeah red wine is uh you know fantastic and i think it pairs well with Sinks a lot of times. Delightful, <laughs> delightful. <laughs> well, I understand like during the pandemic, everybody was doing a lot of stuff that now that we're back to the real world, we're, we don't do. I had a I had a sourdough starter named Tamagotchi and it's dead, just like my actual Tamagotchi. So what was your height of involvement with the sync reviews? And when did you realize this is an unsustainable way of life? I don't know why, but I sort of established a schedule that I would do one every day. And I think it was largely kind of a result of, like I said, not working, living alone, not not having literally anything else to do. So at the beginning, it was great because it gave me kind of something to do. It gave me like a creative outlet. It wasn't a problem to do that because I, I thought it was fun and kind of allowed me to explore different parts of New York City that I'd never been to. Kind of as things started to open again and um, I started like working more, it slowly kind of started to feel like more and more like a job, a job which didn't pay me anything. <laughs> so it became more difficult to justify doing it all the time. And also, I don't know, it just sort of reached a point where it was like a lot of people were starting to reach out to me. Like there was a guy who wanted to make like sync NFTs, <laughs> sync companies wanted to like they were like, yeah, we'll like give you a sync if you do this or that. And I was like, that's not appealing. <laughs> You're like, I uh, already no. have all the sinks I need. <laughs> that is great. I mean, they had, it was very nice sinks, but I was, yeah, I was like, I, I don't know how to install a sink. I'm not going to engage with this. Did you have sync designers reaching out to you? Not designers, but sync companies. And like, there was like a sync museum in wisconsin i think there's a sink museum in wisconsin okay all right did you go to the sink museum um <gasps> no i haven't gone yet but well this was an oversight okay <laughs> what? i'm still waiting on uh on that trip <laughs> i'm marking it in my google maps <laughs> yeah like, i want to go right don't now. send me a sink send me to the sink museum yeah we gotta go <laughs> i don't know what else to say great we all live in la road trip <laughs> Let's do That's it. true. Matt, you Perfect. can meet us there. I'll meet, we'll, meet you, we'll meet halfway. Yeah. <laughs> Did any brand deals 
materialize in a way that made sense for you or it was all stupid shit like this? Uh, most of it was was either stupid or just like, I don't know, it, this wasn't something I was like pursuing professionally. It was like a fun side project. And so it didn't really, I don't know, most of them didn't really interest me just because it was degra- degrading <laughs> most Wait, of the time. degrading? Like if you come and say, our sink is super, super cool or whatever. Yeah, like wanting to make just like really stupid yeah. videos okay. that I was like, this wouldn't be fun to do. And it wasn't like, if it was like some ungodly amount of money, I would be like, sure, I, you know, I'll debase myself for this. But <laughs> right. it was like, it's gotta yeah. be enough. Yeah. What's your price? Yeah. I'm going to need at least $7. Lindsay, we should, you should up that rate. Yeah. Well, is that not the, <laughs> yeah. the going rate talk about that for yet. degrading okay. yourself? <laughs> it's at least $10. Lindsay's like, I've been degrading myself for years for $7. <laughs> But this is the, this is a fascinating thing of like lots of creative, talented, funny, brilliant people are on the internet with huge audiences, and then brands come knocking. And they're like, "We'll give you this for this," and they're like, "Uh, I I don't know what to do. I I am not a business person. I don't know how to sell into my TikTok or my YouTube channel." And 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 then they just never make money. Yeah, I have I have a friend who kind of works in like the influencer sphere. And he was saying like, if your TikTok was kind of based around, because I, I never like showed myself on the TikTok or even really like identified who I was. I was kind of like a disembodied voice. And he was like, you know, it's impossible to monetize that. So if you had, if you were like front and center on camera, like you might be able to like make a living doing it, but nobody wants to like sponsor like, um, just an anonymous voice talking about sinks. <laughs> Shocking. And now your whole plan to make it big from sync reviews is kaput. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dreams have been uh, foiled, unfortunately. Well, I kind of want to know more about this sweet, wholesome sync sharing community that built up through the pandemic. Who were some of the the people that maybe sent to you some sinks or the the ways that you saw people interacting with each other? around the sync reviews the whole time i was trying to sort of name the sync community drips <laughs> the drips uh and that never caught on unfortunately i don't know I, I don't know what the like um underlying kind of common denominator was other than people on tiktok who there there clearly was like an appetite for something that was slightly more i don't know supportive or wholesome or positive and i i sort of like tried hard to sort of foster that like in the comment section of making it like a constructive positive uh community and environment i think people appreciated that and i and maybe that it was the kind of tie that binded everybody was just like in the midst of this horrible event that we were all going through wanting some you know glimmer of positivity or supportiveness i feel like there's got to be a connection between the fact that we were obsessively washing our hands. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's maybe a good point as well. Yeah, we were all very uh, intimately uh, aware of our sinks. Like sinks were suddenly hot, you know? <laughs> you're spending... Hygiene was in. Yeah, <laughs> you're spending 30 to 45 seconds every eight minutes in that sink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I had never thought of that, though. Really? Yeah. <laughs> to me, it was like, as soon as Matt sent this to us, I was like, this makes perfect sense for the pandemic. I mean, it was just everything was about washing your hands. <laughs> I also used to live in a bedroom that had a sink in the corner. Weird. Wow. Was this in college? No, this was in San Francisco. San Francisco, some really weird architectural stuff. It was a closet. When you opened the closet, there were a couple shelves and a sink. 
And I loved it. It was so hey, weird. Al, sorry, Al, yeah, sorry to break in like... here. Allie, I think that that was in jail. <laughs> that was when you were in jail. Matt, you said we would never oh, talk shit, about that sorry. on air. <laughs> Do you want to come review my safe? Oh. I still have access to it. <laughs> wow. Another road trip. I mean, it, if it's in San Francisco, I'm sure your rent was still $3,000. Did I have a single bedroom? No, I had a lovely roommate and it was rent stabilized. And now when I go to San Francisco, I still stay in that room because it's a guest bedroom now. So I have, it is my sink. <laughs> Delightful. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I'm worried that the guy who lived in the room before me used to pee in the sink, but otherwise. Ew. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's you right definitely there. did. In the middle yeah. of the night? Yeah, for sure. What men. is wrong with men. men? So lazy. Can't walk down the hall, pee in the sink. It's it's not their fault. Their their anatomy is makes them yeah, crazy. If your pee could go up and over, wouldn't wouldn't you? Absolutely. It's right there. Yeah, no, if Absolutely. I had a hose attached to my body, I would do all yeah. the things men do. Yeah. It's, it's not I your fault. I don't blame them at all. It's not your fault. God made some mistakes, and it's men. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. That's not a mistake. I, I had to get buy a pee funnel for Burning Man, which, get, good luck, Lindsay. You're going for the first time this year. We'll talk about oh, it. That's enough. We'll talk about that later. Oh, I, I do have a she-wee, though. I have a she-wee, so. I got to bring that with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the the dick is superior, but we'll move on. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Bringing it back to sinks, the the thing that I I like Allie's take of like, oh, pandemic, you know, hygiene hotness. Hygiene hotness. I just don't want us to pass over (laughs) that phrase. Put it on a T-shirt. Get it in the store. Um, I'm obsessed with good and bad design. And I think I think that's a big part of of your your brand here of like, this sink is beautiful and it's a work of art. And this sink, the the, the blue handle is hot. Who the fuck did that? You know what I mean? Like, I, I think about that with all sorts of things that I consumer goods and packages and things like why the who fuck who fucking put the tab here so was there a lot of like communal outrage about things being stupid i mean it, you know it's like anything like architecture like everybody has <laughs> their own taste and opinions but i had sort of established like i like i don't like when a sink has like uh, a separate faucet for hot mm-hmm. water and cold water. So things like that. My were, bedroom sink had that. Yeah. Wow. The keeps uh, <laughs> deepening the intrigue of this yeah. <laughs> sink. Yeah, I think it's been around for a while. Have you ever peed in a sink? I am. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> yes. Um, I see. Okay, so that's a yes. This. Gotten too personal. You already told us you started yeah. this while drunk. Mm-hmm. I can only mm-hmm. assume you mm-hmm. accidentally peed in a sink instead of the urinal. I mean, accidentally. You know. And once again, I would too. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Just don't pee on the floor. Urinals are just pee-approved sinks, if we're being honest. We are, and wow. we are always honest. <laughs> we're always honest. There it is, folks. <laughs> Socially it acceptable is. sinks to pee in. Are, that's what urinals are. Let's let's get real. Let's it's cut true. the and shit. And I see now why they shortened it to urinal. Because <laughs> socially acceptable sinks to pee in is yeah, so we had long the acronym. to say. It was a lot. We just, we just shortened it. Yeah. We mean all men. We decided. We, we, didn't, we didn't cut you in on that. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not all men. What is the most beautiful sink you've ever seen? I mean, the scale that I rate sinks on is one is one through five and there have been a a number of fives that i've reviewed i think i remember one that was the standard in new york in the basement has like a really beautiful communal sink which is just the whole room is very nice um the lighting and the the design that's kind of the one that's coming to mind the most Aesop, the hand soap company all their stores have really really nice sinks oh yeah and their soap is so good too yeah they're they're the real Mm -hmm. deal not sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored. But we would love for you to sponsor 
either us or sync reviews. Absolutely. No, a soap sponsorship is the answer. Meaning they no one no you don't want them to send you a sync or review a sync that is sponsoring you. You want to place a little soap on the sink and say brought to you this sink review of a cool midtown manhattan hotel is brought to you by aesop soap absolutely so if anybody from any soap companies are listening please um, reach out oh yeah same same <laughs> definitely your soap company wants to sponsor two girls one podcast <laughs> <laughs> wait but i but are you still doing it are you still reviewing sinks I know you took a break. I, I didn't know. If, I thought the break was permanent. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I definitely have uh, stepped away from it in terms of like how often I do it, but I still, you know, I haven't closed off the channel completely. I think it's, I kind of want to like rediscover the the fun of it versus like feeling the need to like stick to like a yeah. strident everyday schedule. So, but yes, I have not been doing it as much. At its height, how many, like what's your most popular sync review video? I did a sync review of the sinks at the Museum of Modern Art in New York. I feel like that one is maybe the most viewed one just because I think it kind of, I reviewed it not well. I said that the sync was not very good. And I think that that caused... A bit of a kerfuffle. <laughs> Wait, but so, so how how many views are we talking? I just want to get uh, our listeners also to get a, an idea of the scope of this. Maybe four million or five million. Wow. On, on TikTok. Okay, great. Is that right? On TikTok, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's wild. I but would I never... could also be completely wrong. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but like it's in the millions. There's no way to know. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And then you did take a very serious break. And what I think is so fascinating is how people were worried about you. I mean, it wasn't like a formal decision. I kind of was just like, life was changing. I was like working. I was able to do things other than make sync review TikToks. I wasn't like one day like, oh, I'm going to take however many months off. It just kind of like happened. And I think without kind of announcing that what I was doing, people were like very confused. I, there were like people who do TikToks about like tick other TikTokers and they were like accounts that mysteriously disappeared. And like they mentioned sync reviews. And I was like, you know, I, I didn't mean to be mysterious. I just kind of like was working and <laughs> doing other things. Wait, were there conspiracy theories about what happened to you? I don't know. I mean, probably, I, I, you know, whatever people assumed, I think the the truth of it was probably a lot more boring than anything you could possibly imagine. They missed mm -hmm. you. It's is. Do you think the fact that you're from Minnesota made your community more wholesome? I, I didn't sort of uh, advertise that I was from Minnesota. But your Minnesota ness, you know, like your general <laughs> sweet northern Midwestern ness. Yeah, I think that the vibe of sync reviews does uh, kind of lend itself to a, a Minnesota uh, attitude. I love that. What's up, Minnesota? We see you. Yeah, shout out Minnesota. <laughs> Before we go, I have to know, because you are now an Angelino, and I would like to know what the best sink you've been in since Mohawk Bin mm -hmm. is. That's such a good question. I mean, the sad answer is that I haven't really like dined out that much since I moved here. So I have used a number of good sinks, but nothing really like that blew me away. I'm such a sh okay. I'm so ashamed. No. I, I do need recommendations. <laughs> yeah. So if people in Los Angeles, do you do you want us to go explore some sinks with you? Yeah, we need to is have that a dinner party. Where this is headed. Yeah, well, I would love that. We'll do a sink crawl. Yeah, I, oh, that would yeah, actually be really fun. But I think we should do a sink crawl. You know, instead of a bar crawl. Just, yeah. There, is there a block we can just hit up every sink? You know, I I think that's a great idea. We can invite Rosie from Gravestone Recipes because she now lives oh in LA gosh. too, and we could 
can do a little sink crawl together. Great. I think it's I think it's time for that to happen. Yeah. Perfect. Well, get it on the books. I'll have my people call your people. Matt, <laughs> you're my people. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, get on it. Schedule this for us. Yes, yes, boss. Right away. Well, on that note, we look forward to hanging. And thank you for your bizarre niche. Or what are you working on now? Or what are you? What's next? Outside of sync reviews, I. I'm like a filmmaker and video producer. So I, I just made a video for Vox where I took an Amtrak from Los Angeles to New York City. Oh, shit. <gasps> what a dream. That was you. I just saw that in on my YouTube homepage this morning and was like, that looks cool. <laughs> Vox does great work. Uh, now I'm going to watch it. it. It is working for me. That's awesome. Yeah. So I just did that. And I'm also, I've been kind of like shooting a, like a fun little film with my friends in LA, just like on nights and, nights and weekends. That's like a fun change of pace. Very great. great. Well, let us know when you're having a screening. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And we'll see you soon. Thank you guys. I appreciate you having me. Wow, that was so sweet. And I know that we always say we're going to do stuff and follow up. And we <laughs> sometimes do and we sometimes don't. But I think that... We'll, we'll show Dean some sinks. I'd be down. <laughs> Do you have any sinks that you like in LA, Allie? There's only one sink for me, and it's my sink in San Francisco. I just think there's a niche for everything and everyone. I would still, even hearing this story, if someone tomorrow was like, I'm going to make a TikTok about sinks, I'd be like, that's a waste of your time. <laughs> <laughs> I also can't believe that you haven't introduced me to your sink in San Francisco. I feel like I visited you in that apartment. I think you visited me in the apartment with the crazy lady. I definitely visited you in that one. Right. Yeah, that was your per- your parole officer. <laughs> and then you were like, can I visit her? They're it's like, no okay, take no off good. your shoes and go in, go in the cell. It was really nice of Lindsay to visit me during that trying time. Yeah, she's a good friend. Yeah, yeah. No, but I was just saying it's so wild. Like for TikTok, right? There are videos where I'm like, oh, this one's going to do great. And then it doesn't. And then, I'm want, then I throw one up where I'm like, this one's okay. And then it gets like a million views. And you're like, how did this happen? Yeah, it's, you just never know. But I think the lesson of this is like, get drunk and follow your dreams, you know? <laughs> get drunk and follow your dreams. Unless you stop drinking during the pandemic, which a lot of people did. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink either. Uh, yeah, but, like you, know, you. Choose your <laughs> drug of choice and follow your dreams. <laughs> and on that note, I'm at Allie underscore Goldie across social media. <laughs> I'm at the Lindsay Life across all platforms. Lindsay with an E because my parents are phonetically gifted. Mm, I love mm-hmm. it. You can also leave us a voicemail. That number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. You can email us to g1podcast at gmail.com. You can hop into our Discord, discord.gg slash 2G1P. Last but certainly not least, please visit our Patreon, patreon.com slash 2G1P. Also, just shout out to everybody in the Discord. It's been very active and fun recently, so thank you all for doing that. We love you. Lots of new blood. Lots of Second Life community members and players and creators coming in to say like, hey, we loved uh, hearing uh, Sparkle on on the couple weeks ago. So uh, we we love having you. Come on in. Well, if you are a Second Lifer, stay tuned. So we got because we got some more Second Life coming up here in the future. Oh, I'm excited about that. Well, everyone, we heart your faces. Love you. Bye. One podcast is hosted by Allison Goldberg and Lindsay Ford. Then immediately washed down the sink drain at a fancy Midtown Manhattan hotel. I mean produced by Matt Silverman in New York City. This episode was edited by Avital Ayler and production assistance was provided by the Podglomerate. 
This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the Internet. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe. That's going to rip your little booty hole apart.